This is part two on the question about children fighting. The topic for this one is, what can we do to minimize fighting between our children? As in so many areas of our life, being proactive goes a lot farther than trying to just cope once we're in tough situations. Maybe take some time to think through your children's fighting patterns. Are they often at the same time of day, over the same issues, between the same kids, following the same activity or routine? When are your children most harmonious? Sometimes we can change routines or dynamics in our home that lead to stress and create new ones that contribute to more harmony. For example, if your kids fight over who gets to sit next to you at the Shabbos table, consider making a rotation so they each get a turn over time. If they fight while you prepare supper each day, think about what you can do differently so they are each happily occupied in soothing activities before you start cooking. What patterns do you see that you can tweak to get a different outcome? Something else we can be proactive about? If your children are old enough, you can talk to them one-on-one about the recurring patterns you see in their arguments. Maybe you and your child together can brainstorm alternatives and role-play the way they can handle irritating siblings next time. The flip side of that is that when kids and adults are emotionally upset and aggravated, it is not the time to try to calmly analyze what went wrong and what they can do next time. As Pirke Avos tells us, we don't try and calm someone down when they're angry. Often, you have to wait a while until they've really calmed down to lovingly discuss the fighting that went on before. You can validate their experiences and their emotions, and then discuss what they want to try differently next time, both action-wise and response-wise. I think it's important to end by getting an agreement from your child that he's willing to try something different next time. This doesn't mean he'll succeed at that. It means he's willing to make an effort, and that is something you can praise no matter whether or not he manages to follow through each time. For example, you may say something like this while snuggling with your son at the end of the day. I could see you were very angry and sad when the baby knocked down your tower. I would be sad too if she knocked down something I built. Do you want to build a tower next time when she's napping so she can't break it? Or would you like to build a tower on the table instead of on the floor? Even though it's okay to feel sad and angry, it's important to speak nicely to your sister instead of yelling. She's little, and your yelling probably made her feel scared. Do you think that the next time she starts to break your toys, you can come calmly to me and ask me to move her? Aside from trying to figure out patterns of what you can do to eliminate the stressors that often lead to fighting, being proactive before arguments and working through them with your children after they're calm, there is one more secret weapon we have that I want to share with you. That is yourself. You are the magnet at the center of the family. You are the one that each child wants to be with, to be like, to be loved by, and to be approved by. Don't ever underestimate your power as a mother. Often, I find I can diffuse tension before a fight breaks out by happening to come into the room and inviting one of the kids to hang out with me to do laundry, help with dinner, run an errand, whatever, or coming in to do something with all of them, distract them with a puzzle, a game, a story, whatever. Don't let them sense you're doing it to get them away from each other. You're doing it because you love being with them. Those are a few thoughts about fighting. I hope some of what I shared was relevant to you, and I wish you a wonderful day.